0: Welcome to Funeral Gurus Radio. I'm your host, Robin Heppel, from FuneralFuturist.com. We're continuing our series of pre-conference interviews for the ICCFA annual convention that is going to be held in Las Vegas, Nevada from April 20th to 23rd. Today's guest is Jackie Huba, who's the author of Creating Customer Evangelists and Citizen Marketers. Jackie, are you there? I'm here. Well, welcome to the call, Jackie.
1: Well, thanks so much for having me.
0: Now, Jackie, um, maybe uh, since you're not a, a member of the funeral industry, could you just give a little bit of background um, about yourself and uh, and then what you do and then how you're going to help us with uh, creating customer evangelists?
1: Absolutely. Um, I've been uh, researching and writing about uh, word of mouth and how that's an option of customer loyalty for about the last seven years and have written a couple of of books about um, about something we call customer evangelism. It's about how customers love what you do so much that they just evangelize you to everyone they know. And then um, our second book and set of research was around what happens when that evangelism happens online and starts to really spread virally. Um, and my co-author and I, Ben McConnell, travel around the country and talk to lots of different groups and companies and associations about how this applies uh, to them. And so, you know, in, in researching for the, uh, my talk next week, um, it really seems like this industry is definitely based on word of mouth and, and referrals. But I think the key is, you know, our, our our funeral homes and, and our bu- businesses in this industry, creating something that is worth talking about, and I think that's the key to the key to word of mouth.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And you know what? We um, we're usually pretty kind of humble people. We uh, when we conduct our services, we're we're standing at the back of the chapels, and we we don't really um, we don't really like to kind of stir it up a lot, and we're not. We're not really boisterous or that type of thing, and and so we kind of yeah we're just we kind of stay in the background, kind of out of sight, out of mind, and and that can um, uh, we thought that helped, but that can really can really hurt us. So, what um, first of all, maybe could you just explain then what are the different parts of, of the presentation that you're going to be giving um, at the ICCFA convention?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well. I mean, just I'm going to review some of the the trends that are going on initially that everyone knows about, but I think one, you know, in terms of profits being halved and and cremations are on the rise, but I think one of the interesting ones is this fact that, you know, more of the baby boomers, boomers as they get older and they're starting to coordinate a lot of the funerals, that the funeral has moved from more of a somber experience to a celebration of life and passions, and all of a sudden now, you know, funeral directors are being asked to understand the passions of the deceased and build an experience around that. And that seems to be the, the trend that everyone is sort of grasping with. And I think it's actually a great way to, when you think about the and the profits that you lose may, may have lost from, from doing funerals in the past but maybe um, had more to them, that this is a great way to, um, to create something that, yes people talking, but all of a sudden now you've got maybe film directors who might not be ones who are creative and who are coming up with these really interesting experiences based off what the family is asking for. So I'm going to talk a lot about some of the things that we're seeing, not only in the funeral industry, but how other industries are being really creative and innovative and creating experiences that people will talk about to their neighbors and now even today will... You know, take a picture or a quick video and upload that online, where millions of people can
0: see it. For sure. Now, Jackie can can I put you on the spot here a little bit? Could you share one one example from a from an other industry? Because I think, you know, I think we think that our industry is uh, you know completely different than any other industry. So maybe just give us one little sneak peek at what um, of, of of an example.
1: Sure. Um, one of my favorite examples is uh, PetSmart, which is, you know, the pet retailer. And if you look at their business um, up until 2000, it was really declining. And it had a lot to do with how how they thought their, you know, what they thought they were doing, the purpose of their business. They really saw themselves as sort of a retailer for pet food and pet products. But what they kind of discovered was that their core audience is something that they called pet parents. Really, these were people who were very, very passionate about their pets and really saw them as their children. And they kind of realized, hey, wait a minute. You know, if we really tap into the core passions of our customers, we should really orient ourselves around offering products and services that help them do that. So they really reoriented their stores. Now you go in and you see where the the you know, dog parents go or the cat parents or the bird parents they sort of all those sections are now separated and they also launched a new business called um, a pet hotel it actually looks like a hotel with a lobby and pet suites and this is a brand new business that's doing really well because you know pet parents don't like to leave their dog or cat when they go on vacation and so they're looking for a comfortable place that they can feel really good about And if you look at their financial results since 2001, it's real. Their stock price has totally recovered um, and has gone up since. So it's because of this reorientation where they understood the trends in the U.S. population um, around this passion for for pets.
0: So then, what would something, what what could a funeral home do or cemetery do to to really build that? Um, you know, just getting that out there and, and getting the customers to be evangelists, and 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 not just hoping that it happens. Is there is there a way that they can serve as a little bit of a catalyst to maybe get that or or make it easier for them? Either having cameras available or or video cameras to record little sayings or or you know memories or that type of thing. Any... Well, I
1: really, I really think it has a lot to do with um, really delving in and understanding the the passion of um, the person who's deceased, and can they build an experience around it? There's an interesting example that I will never forget. I'm a massive Pittsburgh Steeler fan. I'm from Pittsburgh, and I remember reading about um, four years ago. There's a funeral home in Pittsburgh who uh, really understood that that the gentleman who um, was deceased was a huge Pittsburgh Steelers fan, and he had actually talked with his family and told them, look, I don't want to have a normal uh, service. And the pictures of what they did was really amazing, and, and the story spread all over the web. They literally uh, laid the gentleman out, not in a casket, um, but in a recliner <laughs> with gold, black and gold pajamas. He had a remote in his hand. He had a big Steeler blanket, it was, and it looked like a living room um, where they had the service, where he was laid out. They had a TV that was running loops of Pittsburgh Steeler highlights. They had a table where he had, I think, uh, a mug of beer and some chips. And everyone who knew him knew that he was the biggest Pittsburgh Steeler fan ever, and this just made perfect sense. Now, that's creating a, an experience that people will talk about. And the amazing thing is if you go to Google right now and you type in Pittsburgh Steelers Funeral, you'll see story after story after story because it was reported in the press of how this spread. And even on blogs, you'll see, and I even blogged it because I thought it was just a really neat way for them to memorialize the passions of this particular person. And I think that's what we need to see more of is... um, the funeral director tapping into the passions and creating an experience around um, maybe what that person loved.
0: Oh, for sure, yeah, and and if we can, if we could just help, I guess the you know some you know sometimes we get too busy and 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 sometimes we feel that we don't want to suggest too many um, too many things because it might look like we're a little pushy. Um, but I think too, as as funeral professionals, we need to step out of our comfort zone and and just really listen to you know what you know what were their hobbies and 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 really focus on that and then get a little creative and 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 Jackie you know there are uh, many funeral homes in the industry that that are doing this and um, but it but it also serves as a as a great reminder that um, that this can also not only doing helping a family create a very meaningful and memorial service for that person, that extra effort that you put into it could then catapult it to having, as you said, lots of uh, reporters reporting on it and it just, you know, then almost taking on a life of its own and, and it just becomes like, Hey, remember, and here we go. You and I just talked about that, you know, the Pittsburgh Steeler funeral again, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, um, I think, and that is the key, is creating something that is worth talking about. And I can really understand what you're saying about not wanting to be pushy. But I think there's ways to, you know, give people lots of options, different things that can be done. But I'm guaranteeing that a lot of people may not realize the kinds of things that maybe a funeral director could do. And it, and it really, is, I think it's interesting now when you think about the skills of a funeral director and... and You know, if you're hiring a new funeral director, maybe it makes sense to actually look at someone from the event planning industry or maybe who has had event planning skills or maybe bring someone into the organization who is an event planner from another industry who could help the company think more about how to do these kinds of things um, and, uh, you know, creatively offer them to their clients. But I I think that that is sort of where we're moving um, is creating these experiences that are worth talking about and the, just the interesting thing that on the web they kind of live forever thanks to google
0: mm-hmm. true and you know it's something that we're really we're, we're kind of stuck because um the you know human resources is going to be um you know a big issue you know not just for funerals but but for for everyone as as boomers retire and and we're kind of stuck because our, our mindset is okay. If a funeral director retires, then we just get another funeral director and, and we think that we have to have licensed personnel and and we do, and we have to abide by all our state and provincial regulations and federal re- regulations. But, but it doesn't mean that you can't have your own kind of Martha Stewart on staff that you know maybe isn't officially making the, um, you know, the legal part of the arrangements but could almost come in as a bit of a concierge and, and for the for the service itself, not just, um, you know, travel and lodging and that type of thing, but really take take that routine-type service and really put a real nice shine onto it and, and really dress it up.
1: Right. Uh, you know, and I, I'm not in the industry, and I don't, I don't know if this might be an interesting option um, if you can't bring someone on staff, but I wonder if it would be viable to even partner with an event planning company in town where you can perhaps, you know, um, maybe utilize some of their resources um, on loan um, to help you deliver some of those things. So maybe you don't have the, the resources to actually hire someone, but maybe you could outsource that to, you know... Um, an event pl- planning company in the area, or maybe a freelance professional who's an event planner. So I think there might be lots of different ways to kind of get started in this, even if you may not have the money to actually bring them on full time.
0: Well, Jackie, those are great ideas. Yeah, they. Um, it, it doesn't hurt. It never hurts to have some strategic alliances, you know, within your community. And and I think at sometimes you might think, well, that that event planner or wedding planner could be a bit of a competitor. But it'd be better to kind of keep them close and, and bring them in, or or even just bring them in and hire them to train your staff.
1: There you go. Uh, That's a and, great idea.
0: Um, you know, we <laughs> we you know for for a long long time we've always always brought in the um, uh, the vendors of the uh, within the industry, and and uh, and I'm one of them, and 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 so I don't want to take a shot at at us, but. Uh, It doesn't, it never hurts to, to look outside the industry and, and see what they're doing in the, in the catering world and in the event planning world and the, you know, the wedding planning, even to go to one of their conventions or or something like that. But, um, um, sure, we want to, you know, want to make sure that us insiders still, um, still have a job. But, uh, but also uh, there's a lot of great information outside and that's why, um, that's why the ICCFA brings people like you and Jackie to, to kind of help open our minds and, and see what's going on outside of our our little, our little silo or niche industry.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, that's really the roots of innovation is, you know, looking and getting inspired in ideas in many different places and saying, well, how can that apply to me? So I think that's a great idea.
0: Great. Well, Jackie, before I let you go, uh, do you have any final comments?
1: Um, No, I'm looking forward to um, seeing everyone in Las Vegas and um, being part of this great event.
0: Well, that's great. I'm looking forward to your presentation and to meeting you in person, too, Jackie.
1: Well, thanks so much for having me on.
0: You're welcome. I'd like to thank Jackie Huba, who is the author of Creating Customer Evangelists and Citizen Marketers, and who will be presenting her presentation at the ICCFA annual convention that is going to be held in Las Vegas, Nevada from April 20th to 23rd. For more information and registration details, visit www.iccfa.com. And if you're going to be at the convention this year, I'll be conducting more interviews for the FuneralGurus.com website with funeral professionals like you, so that if you want to stop by the Johnson Consulting Group's booth uh, and want to share what your firm does differently and unique, I'd love to share it with the rest of the industry. I look forward to seeing you in Las Vegas and check back soon for another ICCFA pre-conference interview. On behalf of the FuneralGurus.com, this is Robin Heppel.